So today was my third week back at this church. And I was just feeling like I was still having a fight super hard at the church. And if I wasn't fighting very hard at the church, I was just like kind of being like encouraged to kind of like just be let it go. Just let it go. And I don't feel like that's the worst advice, honestly. It's not the worst advice. Um, I believe that the worst advice would be like it's all in your head and you know, God is not real. That's the worst advice. But this advice is kind of like, you know, better. But still not the advice that I need. But clearly, I I see that, you know, God is going to be the only person who can really provide that advice. And the people he has revealed to me that is that are helpful and really of him. And, you know... I thought that, you know, maybe it's me. Maybe it's something I'm doing wrong. And maybe this is not, you know, as serious as I think it is. And then I got home and I watched a sermon from Pastor Geno Jennings. Geno Jennings. And he was like, it was just a totally different experience for me. I believe that I would, you know... I don't believe that. I believe I can probably go to every church, but that doesn't mean I fit at every church. And I don't know if I'm going to go back this next week because this, I just noticed the difference. Like, even though it was online and at home, it was just extremely different in terms of, you know, the spirit of God being recognized, the Holy Spirit being present and helpful information even though the pastor's sermon at church was helpful was great it just I don't feel like truly permeated like it should have and and I don't want to say like it should have like you know it can but I just believe that the Lord is leading me elsewhere you know and I'm gonna be honest you know, I almost didn't want to tell the pastor that I was hearing these voices because I knew that, you know, if it'd be the wrong person, they will tell me that, you know, that's probably psychiatric. You probably need mental health or something like that. Or you probably need to see a psychiatrist or something. And I didn't, you know, I told myself, you know, God told me not to. He really did. He even gave me a warning vision this morning before I got up to church and my phone died on the charger when the alarm went off for me to get up and go to church. So I was feeling like I should have stayed home anyways, but I went anyways and I said to myself, maybe that's the devil, you know, trying to keep me from a breakthrough. And I'm finding that, you know, the devil is using this pastor he is satan is using him and it's it's unfortunate because you know i was really hoping i could find a church that i could attend every sunday and truly feel like the spirit of god is there but i got the vision after i went there the first time the first time after i spoke on the phone with him of us being in a church and the church the church was you know it was dark It wasn't a bright white light like my heavenly visions.
and I don't know I just feel like that coupled with other things like you know every time he's about to call they tell me oh it's such and such but that's not new like they always you know feels like they're always saying stuff like they're always doing stuff like that and also like I hear them outside discussing the conversation as I'm on the phone with him and when he suggested medicine I heard someone laugh and when I asked him if he took medicine the phone went on mute for a second and I know that that was at the time that he probably was saying something or talking to somebody about it or about me and I didn't even mention that you know when I was at church last week this woman hugged him and said you know maybe you can help Devlin maybe you can help the Devlin and she was calling me Devlin and I didn't understand why she was calling me Devlin you know I didn't say anything wrong to her I don't feel like I did anything wrong to her maybe I have a face that has a natural me mug but I just realized, like, she was talking about my personal business that I told to the pastor. And he must have told her my personal business. But it's no secret because as I'm in the church, you know, I'm realizing a lot of these people are involved with the same thing I'm fighting. So, if not all of them. And God is telling me he's leading me. And it's so hard to get in a spirit in that church because they're fighting me. (laughs) They were fighting me. And it was just weird. I even heard, you know, the witch's voice in the background. I heard people in the next room in the church screaming things out. And I was just like, wow, you know. Even at church. And I just felt that that was completely disrespectful to God. But past that, because God doesn't know them. He doesn't know the pastor. He doesn't know them. You know, I just prayed with him, and while I'm praying to God, he's so far away in the spirit. I tried to pray with him in front of God, and he was so far. He was nowhere near God, and almost like he wasn't even praying to God. So that's a big red flag, and I already knew, but I said I was going to give it, I was going to keep giving it a chance to make sure that the devil is not trying to scare me away from a breakthrough because he tried that last year and you know i'm finding that it's it's not it's exactly like some things are what they seem some things are what they seem so um he suggested psych meds and like that's amazing to me because like imagine me getting on psych meds and they're still outside my window throwing rocks at it that's not in my head you know following me around and screaming things out at me um just antagonizing me daily and having loud conversations about me that's not in my head and what happened last year when i was used as a vessel that wasn't in my head you know my mother even cried too, but yet still when I asked her about it, she acts like she doesn't remember. At this point, you know, I was trying my best to fight as hard as I can for as long as I can, 
but I believe that the spirit, like, I believe that I'm just being led away from everyone, you know, my entire family, everyone I thought I knew because they're just not, you know, they're just not of God. They don't have the spirit of God in them. I need to find, I need to go, I need to go off alone and just be with God because it's costing my peace, my peace and that's too much. But I thought that it was worth it because, you know, my sister was able to be delivered from witchcraft and her child. But I'm finding it's not worth it because she's just still doing the same things. And it's it's just not no point. You know, if she's going to be keep being a witch, what was the point of being delivered? What was the point of going through all of that? And it's, it's really... It's really weird how fight I'm fighting and fighting and fighting and fighting. And I know people are aware of this and people are, you know, going along with this. But I'm sure that, you know, they're going to act oblivious to it. Everybody's going to act like, what are you talking about? Nobody knows you're talking about. You're crazy. And I know I'm not crazy. Because crazy can't tell the future. When have you ever, you know... Have you met a crazy person who can predict the future? Because this is not me predicting this future is God. And it's really coming true. These things are really happening. Three months before my car crash, I've never been in a car crash. Three months before my car crash, I was told, you're going to crash that car in three months anyways. A year before the deliverance, I was told, get up and fulfill the prophecy um i was shown my my sister as a demon a full-blown demon and then she was delivered of that same demon a year later and this kind of stuff is not i can't make up it's not in my head this is really happening and anybody who tells me it's fake or not made or made up either they don't have the spirit of god they don't know him or you know they they just you know they just aren't i don't know they they they're not i don't know what to say maybe they're in on it but um i remember being in church today and i was talking my head i wasn't even talking i was thinking i was thinking things and it felt like i was fighting something and when i fought like the pastor was responding, I feel like. And I was like, so I'm fighting the pastor. And that's I know a demon. I know that's a demon. Because I'm fighting you with the spirit of God. You would be fighting with me if you had the spirit of God. And I asked him, have you fought demons? Have you seen them? He said, yeah, one choked him before. So if you know these things are real, then why are you acting like I need medicine for it? It's, 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 I don't know, it's kind of weird, but at the same time, this is what God told me, so I can't act surprised. But seeing that it's on such a large level that they can, you know, control my past, not my pastor, but control this pastor and get him to tell me different things and try to get me on medicine and, you know, go that whole route. I realize this is very, very, very deep. This is deep. This is big. This is massive. But I already knew that because it's everywhere I go and it's everybody. So 
knowing that it's, it's massive like this, you know, that means that God is doing something very great and very big to, through me. They all know me. They, how do you know me? You don't know him. It's, I don't know how that's possible. You must know him. You're just not with him. So, I, you know, I've seen pastors, you know, make mistakes. Of course, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. But I've personally never seen that before. You know, a pastor working for darkness, on the side of darkness. Never seen that before. You know, personally. I've heard about it, though. And... It doesn't make me nervous, though. I won't say it makes me nervous. Because I know that the devil wants me to be nervous. And he's nervous. The devil's nervous. They're nervous. You know? If I were nobody... He did say this, though. If you weren't nobody, then you wouldn't have, you know, opposition. Or one, you wouldn't have to be facing spiritual warfare. Clearly, the devil is intimidated by you. But I also, I also realized if he actually was helping, they were checking him and kind of like attacking him because he's not actually supposed to help so <laughs> that's crazy but um i know god is real if anything i know god is real and i realized that being in church today something was placed on me and when I got home and watched church online, it took at least 30 minutes to 45 minutes to maybe an hour to get it removed from watching Pastor General Jennings. And he, he removed it. So I realized it's not the church for me. It's not. And I, it reminds me of this word someone said. I believe it might have been Marcus Rogers, but I'm not sure. They said, you know, or was it Pastor General Jennings? I don't know. But all I know is they said that some people have spiritual gifts. Some people have the ability to cast out demons and, you know, free someone of demons and do different things like that. But they don't, you know, have the spirit of God. And you'll know. And I know that anybody who does not recognize the spirit of God in me does not know him you don't know god and i'm so blessed to know him i'm so blessed to know him because i'm honored to even be able to worship a god so great and to be chosen but this just makes me question the validity of a lot of the different information i'm getting and how deep and how big this really is because god is has told me that he is coming back very soon. And if I don't believe all this information is true, they've lied. I've been told a lot of lies. The devil is a liar. But ultimately, if it's based, if it's if it's dependent on me, whether the rapture happens happens soon or not, then. You know, I think that this is just, it's, that's why I'm being attacked so much, you know, clearly. But that's, 
you know, it's almost as if he offers no help at all. And it makes it redundant to even have gone to the church. But that's what God said. And I should have just listened. But at the same time, you know, they lie a lot. The devil's a liar. So I don't want to. Excuse me. I don't want to get the devil's word his trick his trickery mixed up with God's word because a lot of times once he realizes I'm listening to everything God says he'll throw curveballs and then some things will be lies I have to really use the spirit of wisdom and discernment and learn how to master it but as I said I had this vision and I was flying and everything I asked of God he gave me everything I asked of him he was right behind me on everything i said lord touch your people and he touched he touched the people i said lord touch your people and and his spirit just descended on descended on them and so you know i know that he's here with me i know that anything i ask of him i can i can receive so also i noticed that you know I don't want to slander anybody, but I'm just going to be honest because this is really happening. I noticed that, you know, there's an elder who who take picks me up and takes me takes me back home for for church, and I remember talking to God about him, talking to God about him. Like I was like, you know, he was telling me about himself and his spiritual gift, and I said, God. You know, clarify what he's trying to say. Help me to understand what he's trying to say. Help it reach me. And God said, you know, I do not know you. That's what he said to him. And I said, but God, you love him. Because God showed me they don't know each other. And I said, but God, you love him. And then that's when God listened. Like, yes, I do. I do. I love him, but he, I don't know if he changed his mind. <laughs> he didn't change his mind though. Well, why would he? He's God. He knows everything. But, um, I'm going to be careful with that too, because, you know, I don't want to turn anybody away from him. God loves everybody. He just knows everybody. And I was being attacked the entire two hours I was at church today. But I fought. When I got home, I realized. I thought to myself, you know, maybe it's just one of those days. And I got on church online with Pastor Janelle Jennings. I realized it was it was it was the church, and you know, every church isn't for everybody. But to talk about this vision I had before, I went to church this morning. What happened was. I was I walked into a room and I think it was my room. It was a very nice room and it was a very very bright white light. It was Kayla from YouTube and her her boyfriend or the guy she's with on there and her and their child, Messiah. And when I walked in I, I thought it was my room and then next thing you know it's like my sister walked in and they were there and they were in my room and I was wondering why they were in my room but at the same time I was like no it's not your room it's not your room so then that's when um I had some shoes that I had like 
few years back that I just don't have anymore. But they were there. And I went to go pick them up. And then when I went to go pick them up, my sister was sitting on them. And I said, hey, you sitting on my shoes? And then she was like, not moving. Well, she moved a little, but then she, she just, like, at first, I think the first time I said it, she didn't hear me. All I know is I was trying to say, you know, get off my shoes. You're sitting on my shoes. And I was starting to get upset, but I, I realized, like, you know, I'm getting really upset. And then that's when I felt something behind me, dark. And I heard someone say, don't say a word. Don't say anything to my sister. Then, you know, the girl from YouTube's baby was next to the shoes. And then she tried to make it seem like I sat on her baby. And I was like, I'm not sitting on your baby. Like, but it was weird. You know, all of it was weird. And then. I got the shoes and I realized the shoes weren't even my shoes. They were different. They were Pumas. And I'm like, these supposed to be Jordans. So I was like, where's my shoes? You know, there was they, there was like three different shoes, four, four different pairs of shoes in this vision. I started to get upset about thinking that she took my shoes. And then I was like, why am I so upset? Like, what is, what is, you know, what is you know fueling this anger and then i woke up when i woke up i looked at my phone and i was like should i go to church i realized that was a sign from god you know the and i heard the word they set that up they set that vision up don't go and just stay home and watch church online but i looked at my phone and when I picked up my phone, I was going to sleep. I was going to go back to sleep and let the alarm wake me up. But I decided to pick up my phone anyways. And when I picked it up, it was dead on the charger. So I turned it on. And it was a minute before the alarm would have went off. If I had gone to sleep, I would have missed it. I would have slept right through it because I was tired. But I went anyways. And... Like, it was so much weird stuff going on. Like, when it was time for me to get ready, it was, like, on a, a lot of different things, like, trying to convince me not to go. Like, you're not, you don't have time to go, you know, you didn't, you didn't wake up fast enough for you to be ready to go, and you don't have anything to wear. And then I had to brush my teeth, and I was, like, it was, like, 10 minutes until, you know, he's supposed to be here, and... I was trying to brush my teeth, and it was like I heard a knock on the door. But then they tried to cover up the knock with, like, loud noise. Then when I looked outside, nobody was parked out there. So I was like, hey, if you're out there, you know, I'm I'm on my way out. But he wasn't out there yet. And I realized, like, this, the, what's, what's weird is the day before yesterday, uh... A package, a package was supposed to be delivered to my door, and something kept me from opening the door. And then, when I looked out the window, you know, I saw the man who was delivering the package on his way out, and I didn't scream out, so I screamed out. And I realized like that was just from like it was. It's weird how things are set up, but it's it's the little small things 
that Satan is feeding off of. So I think that when I'm frustrated about something like I I have been frustrated that I have missed that package and couldn't figure out what it was that was set to be delivered. And I'm hoping it was my passport and I don't know. And I couldn't find out what it was about. And I realized they was controlling that, too, because they wanted me to stress about what that was and what I missed out on. They had been doing that. You know, I feel like something was done to my food that I got delivered. And also, like, it was just so many different things. So, I also noticed when I was at church last week, they asked me if I wanted a 2022 calendar. And then I heard them all say in the next room, um, yeah, we're going to go into next year. We're going to next year. We're going to, we're going to, you know... We're going into 2022. But they said it like they were looking for my approval and my, you know, they were looking for me to agree. And I was wondering, like, if, you know, only God knows the day and the hour. Why would it be up to me? But clearly they know something. They must know something about what I'm dealing with. And like I said, I feel like they are involved. And. It's a lot of stuff going on where I notice like they are saying different things and doing different things in the church where I'm fighting in the church. I'm supposed to be focusing on the word of God and hardly can. It was just weird. But I also noticed that, like I said, Pastor General Jennings wasn't where he's supposed to be all the way either. I can't say I'm above anybody. I'm not holier than anyone. But. To a certain extent, he even, it felt like even he was wanting me to be at a level, even though it was better, it was a way better level that would have otherwise been. It's like he wanted me to be at a level where that's still not where God wants me. It's just comfortable. Well, it's not, it's more than comfortable. It's good, but it's not where God wants me to be. Like I said, God had gave me a word and said that some people he can only take so far because of their mindsets, even though they have the spirit of God and is recognized in them. And that's what I feel like. Uh, I get frustrated thinking that while well, trying not to be frustrated, but sometimes I wonder if I'll end up settling where I'll end up settling at. And if I end up settling, if I'll get what God has shown me, is it possible that I won't? And even though he said that's going to happen, you know, he showed me so many different things. I just wonder, you know, he said, he, but one thing he did say is don't worry about the how. So one thing God said, don't worry about the how. Don't question me. So try not to worry about that. I know he can make it possible, especially after what I've seen. And I just hope that I don't end up getting to the to a mindset which is very well, very well, you know, possible. I get to a mindset where I'm not growing anymore. He can't push me further. I don't want that. So... God has been telling me not to post and be careful about what I post. He even gave Pastor General Jennings a word at the end of his sermon 
Like, you blasphemy against the Holy Spirit is unforgivable. And even if you repent, he will not forgive you. You need to be careful what you say and what you put out there. I don't believe that I have blasphemed against the Holy Spirit, but also need to be careful with different things that I say when I am talking about these experiences I'm going through and the different things that are being told to me. And whether I correct them or not, like sometimes, you know, things are unforgivable. Like the Bible says, unforgivable. But I genuinely believe that, you know, God forgives all. But that's, I don't know, I think that's a lie. Actually, I do. But at the same time, I don't know. Because I'm still, he's still here. Like I said, I just had a vision a couple of days ago. And he, anything I ask of him, I receive. That doesn't necessarily mean that I haven't committed an unforgivable sin. You know? But he's still here. And I feel like he is urging me. To get this done, get this done, get this done, because this is important. And you don't want to be left behind, you know. I feel like people are trying to, you know, drag me down a hill. Hoping that, you know, but they can't, they can't do anything that I don't allow them to do. But, you know, somehow feels like they feel like they can win against God as long as they stop me. As if that's ever going to be the case. But, like I said, God showed me the outcome of this situation. He told me what happened. The prophecy is already foretold. And it's manifesting. You know, right before my very eyes. You know, every single day of my life. So, I don't believe it can happen no other way. Just like when Jesus was prophesied, you know, before he was here on this earth. And everything that was prophesied about him had came to pass. Even down to him being betrayed by Judas. One of his very own disciples. So, I believe that, you know, if God has foretold it on my life, that's what's going to happen. He's always telling the truth. He never lies. He's shown me, you know myself as an angel delivering a message to someone else that they were going to be raptured and when he did he told he showed me that I was alone I didn't have anybody else but him you know and the person I was with who was genuine and showed and that, that proved that the way I'm being treated and the behavior that I am you know, being exposed to is not normal. It's not okay. He's not okay with that. That's not what he wants. This is not how it is. Like, they're trying to lie to me and tell me. Like, this is normal. This is what it is. This is how you're supposed to be. Like, no, it's not. Stop lying to yourself. You know, stop lying to me because I know better. And, like, i just been fighting so hard all day. And I know it's Halloween. That may have a lot to do with it. But, you know, I don't know. I'm just realizing, like, it seems like all this pastor's advice is pulling me away from God. And almost as if they're counting on me to settle, give up, and let go. 
because they don't really want to see God. They don't really want to be with God. They don't really want to make it, you know, with God. They don't really want to do what it takes. So they afraid that, you know, that time is probably really coming. They will not make it. So they're trying to keep me from it. And I can't do it. I can't do it. You know, I said in church today, I said, no, this pastor's going to heaven. And God cut me off. I said, he's going to heaven. Oh. Yeah. So. I could, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to prove points, but I could probably do that with anybody. You know, ask him. And he was going to correct me because he don't tell no lies. But I do want everybody to make it. And I realize it's probably best for me to pray for him, pray for them. But my prayers aren't just, they're, just, they're not empty things. Like when I pray for people and I pray for things, I have to fight for them. I have to fight for them. I can, you know, the Lord has given me a power that I can actually help them get there, get to him and get there and make it. If I fight for them, but I'm being so, I'm being drained constantly, fighting for so many people. Like, I'm not just prejudiced. I'm not picky and, choo- picky and choosy, and I don't show any partiality. If I'm going to fight for you, I'm going to fight for you anyways, no matter who you are, what you mean to me. I'm going to fight for anybody, a stranger, a homeless person, an uh, enemy. I'm going to fight for you because that's the spirit that God has placed in me. So it's not going to be some, oh, you know, let me just fight for this person because of this and because of that. No, if I was going to fight for you, I was going to fight for you anyways. Which means I would have already been fighting for you before I even decided I'm going to fight for you. I'm already fighting for you. So, well, God is fighting for you through me. So, I just realized, you know, they hear this. They know this. They know what's going on. They have ample opportunity to fight for themselves. This is what they keep doing. But I'm not trying to judge them because I know I still have a ways to go. I still have work to do. And even though I... Even though this is not an excuse, it's much harder when everybody's fighting me. But like Pastor Geno Jennings said today, which I'm trying not to even idolize anything that he says because God is a very jealous God. He doesn't like when I do that. But like he said today, because he's helpful. Um, if you're not hated, then are you really of God? Because Jesus was hated. He wasn't loved. Excuse me, he was loved, but he was mostly despised and hated and rejected. That's what I'll have to remain. I know as long as I'm despised, hated, and rejected, I'm on the right path. Because if they're accepting me, then I must not be accepted by God. To be an enemy of, to be a friend of God is to be an enemy of this world. And to be a friend of this world is to be an enemy of God. So it's, I'm, I'm actually on the right path as long as I'm being attacked everywhere I go. Even though it's hard. But I know he won't leave me in this like this forever. He, I'm not going through all of this for nothing. And the fact that all of this is going on like this, time is time is ticking. It's it's we're probably really, really close to that to that rapture date. But only God knows the day and the hour. I'm not rushing anything because I want everybody to make it, and I still need to be who I'm supposed to be. And even though I'm almost there, I'm fighting every day, and I don't want to go backwards. 
He's not allowing me to go backwards. God gave me the word that I'm not letting them take any of your progress away. But you need to keep fighting. And this is a final thing. Like, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. I have to do this. But he also told me that no matter what I do, he's coming back for me. He's coming back for us. So they can't stop anything. I don't have to worry about that. But I do have to keep fighting.